Gracious God, as we gather in worship to reflect on your word, give us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Amen. Please be seated. Heard the preachers are supposed to have the Bible in one hand and the newspaper in the other, right? And uh, sometimes the Bible in one hand is really tough. This week, the newspaper in the other hand is really tough. And the unspeakable, unbearable cruelty that we see unfolding in Ukraine makes it hard to know where there's any good news. But I will say that I have seen, I have felt, maybe you have too, inspiration in the courage that has been shown by the people of that nation and particularly by their comedian president. It's just striking. And I wondered this week, where does that courage come from? What is the source of courage? And as I was reflecting newspaper Bible, bringing them together, hopefully, the story of Jesus confronting King Herod, um, King Herod, the guy who had just put John the Baptist, had, had, had him beheaded as sort of a party favor, um, that guy who um, didn't fall far from the tree, his father was the one who had all those infants uh, killed in Bethlehem. The Pharisees, I think speaking on Jesus' behalf, say, run away, get the first bus out of town. And Jesus, <laughs> it's really funny, he says, tell that fox that I have work to do, that I am on a mission, and I know where this is headed. I know what I'm getting into. I know what Jerusalem means for me in the days ahead. And I'm sticking with that course, thank you very much. I'm, as the picture on the front of your bulletin shows, I wanna be like that mother hen gathering chick, all the chicks together in one. I wanna show that love and nothing that Herod is going to do can stand in that way. Where does that courage come from? In case you haven't guessed, I want us to reflect this morning on the word courage. And we can go back in the history of the church and find examples. I suspect you can too. I was thinking of Dietrich Bonhoeffer, uh, who was doing quite well on the Upper West Side, studying at Union Seminary during World War II, who decided to go back to Germany, was arrested, put in prison, among other things in prison, he formed a worshiping community. And towards the very end of the war, he was leading a worship service. The guards come, right, to the worship service, interrupt the worship service and say to him, uh, they just motioned for him to come, and everybody knew what it meant. It was on his way to the gallows, and he walked out of the room, and before he left, he turned and looked at the congregation he had gathered and said, for us, it is the end. For me, it is the beginning. Where does that kind of courage come from? I was thinking of the story of Desmond Tutu, friend of this parish, who towards, uh, while apartheid was still uh, ruling the day in South Africa, a big march was planned and then a worship service. The march was canceled by the authorities. The worship service proceeded. And as uh, Desmond Tutu was running this service, he, um, the guards came in with guns and they were taking notes and they were ready to break up the whole thing. And <laughs> Desmond Tutu looked right at them and said, you are powerful, very powerful. 
but you are not God, and God is not mocked. So you have already lost. And he got down on the pulpit and went directly over to them. And he said, so why not join the winning side? <laughs> and the people erupted, stood up, started to dance. Um, where does that courage come from? What is the source of that courage? I suspect as you review history and think of the own, your own uh, understanding of history, you'll find other examples of such a thing. We can go all the way back to that reading from Philippians. Philippians is a beautiful letter, uh, marvelously brief, so you could read it this afternoon and just get the whole sense of it. Um, but Paul is writing to this church he loves from a first century Roman prison cell. So just use your imagination what that looked like. And every other word in that letter is rejoice. And Paul speaks about being contented in all circumstances. What is the source of that courage? To me, it comes in that little couple words in the line in that, in that reading. It says, our citizenship is in heaven. And I take that understanding of identity, that where we belong, to whom we belong, is already sealed in heaven as a source of courage. Um, it's not pie in the sky. It's not resorting to otherworldly uh, ideals or dreams. It is about how we make a change in this world based on our understanding of the next. C.S. Lewis said, in Christian history, the Christians who have done the most for this world are those who had their eyes on the next. So what does it mean that our citizenship is in heaven? To me, it is a mark of our identity that we are on the receiving end of God's unconditional love from which we can never be separated like that hand that gathers those chicks. It is reflected in baptism when we seal sign on the forehead of the person, say you are sealed by the Holy Spirit, you are marked as Christ's own forever. That is who we are, and knowing that is the source of courage in life. Courage is a word um, I've been thinking about a lot in my own spiritual journey in recent years. It's a marvelous word because I think it really combines two things, bravery and heart, bravery and love. Courage, like the French word for heart, which is, boom. Um, that is, is part, part of what is behind all this, this combination of bravery and courage and love. Our family, uh, sort of developed by accident, our family, I have two kids, they're now uh, young adults, uh, over the years has developed a family verse, who knew? And um, it's, a, it's a verse uh, that says, be strong and of good courage from the book of Joshua, but it, that phrase pops up all over the Bible. And it came sort of accidentally to us. Um, and we use it, we've used it when we moved to a new town or when my kids started a new school or when we started a new job or where we weren't sure we had a job or when we were waiting for a medical diagnosis or when a loved one uh, was slipping away from us. Be strong and of good courage. And so uh, I commend to you that word to think about where it is in your own journey of faith 
courage is called upon, bravery and love. And it may be um, that in our own nation, in our own culture, there are things uh, that are um, transpiring that, need, that call for us to have courage, uh, to stand for what is right, to stand for what is holy, to stand for what is just. And it may be that the examples of times when you need courage are um, maybe less monumental and just the daily facing of, of whatever it is God has placed before us, whatever life has placed before us. How can we view that with courage? We pray, we pray for the people of Ukraine and especially their leaders that they will experience and continue to have the courage, the bravery, and love that is called upon. We pray for their protection. We also pray for ourselves that in our own journeys of faith, we'll know that courage in some new and deep way because as William Sloan Coffin said, uh, the world is too dangerous for anything but truth and too small for anything but love. Be strong and of good courage. Amen.